Hello, welcome to Stardust Records, a Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Linz, here with my co-host, Savi. Hi, Savi. Hi, Linz. Hey, so this week we're going to talk about uh, the Ahsoka trailer. And it just dropped yesterday, so we're really excited. The, the excitement is fresh in us. Um, and so we're both going to like watch it together and talk about it and break it down for y'all. And yeah, so take it away, Savi. Let's watch it. <laughs> the audience can follow along with us if they want. We're just going to pull up the Ahsoka trailer and go through it scene by scene. And we'll kind of say when we stop and... This is like a new little format we're trying out. We've never really done this before. A trailer hasn't essentially dropped while we've had this podcast, has it? Well, we had the Mandalorian trailer. We did. We did. And I know that we went through Rogue One as well before we watched Rogue One. Um, But yeah, so we'll just see how you guys like it. I know I like it because it means we get to see new Star Wars content. Okay. Are you ready, Linz? I'm so ready. <laughs> okay. So we start with Shin and do you remember his name? Bay Balon. 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 And Balon Skull. That first scene with them in the in the white hallway is I'm I'm sorry, I know we always talk about this, but it, it, it's just like Vader's scene in Rogue One. It is. It is. It definitely has a, a Vader-esque um, sort of feel to it. And, and I also then- want to mention, when I was slowing down the trailer earlier, uh, um, Shin, the, his apprentice, she like lunges forward and kills this Mon Calamari rebel. And I just want to say, rest in peace, King. I'm so sorry that you had to die that way. I love you. Ooh. <laughs> now I'm replaying it. No, that's so sad. Yes, see it? I love his little helmet. Yes. It looks good. Okay, so I did want to point out that what is his name again? Bay Balon. Balon, thank you. Uh he says we are no Jedi. And that's the what? The mm-hmm. first line in the trailer or one of them? It's one of them. Yeah. Well, we have it muted so we can't hear it. But it's such like Ahsoka says, I am no Jedi to Vader and Rebels. So it's such an interesting line to hear coming from a character that we know in the, from the trailer that's juxtapositioning like where Ahsoka stands mm-hmm. and hearing like the same line. It's very cool. I, I feel like that's that's all Dave Filoni. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. And then we got that red Lucasfilm intro yeah, which was very that, cool that gave me that gave me chills it, yeah. it was like a callback to the um red the clone wars uh, title card yeah <laughs> i was like oh yeah uh, like crap. when we got the siege of mandalore that's so true when we got the clone wars intro and then we get we immediately get there on i love that it was like right to business yeah and it's uh, lars yes it's lars mickelson and i I thought it was so interesting that it so it cuts from you know Balon and Shin you know tearing crap up and then like Ahsoka looking at that really interesting uh like motif on this assumingly ancient wall and at first I thought like because you can't see like the the top of this like character 
you can't see, but I at first I thought like that it was, um, it, it seemed like I didn't want to say it, but like Ahsoka, I like thought the with, same thing. It looks like that last shot yeah. of her in Rebels. Yeah, so and I was like, okay, that's interesting. There's like a specific, it, your eye is kind of drawn to it. The thing in the middle of her chest is kind of like a golden sphere and later in the trailer we'll probably come back to this part uh they're looking at a map and yeah the middle of it is a circle like there's a there's a yep. so i'm just wondering if this has anything to do with it and the like lines across it and you know behind her look kind of like uh the this the mother or the mother the son the daughter and uh the father, I'm forgetting his name. Was it the yeah. father? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, those three. I don't know. It just it has that same vibe to it. But I do love that she says the heir to the empire, like the book. Yeah. I know some people are like, oh man, but like I thought that was really cool. It's yeah. it's really interesting because it it this takes place after the original trilogy and heir to the empire same thing so i think it's cool that they're giving a nod to it because obviously they couldn't do or they're not doing it a one-to-one you know heir to the empire you know adaption but the fact that they're like nodding at it like yeah thrawn's here he's a threat just like in heir to the empire i think that's cool yeah no it's definitely really good and still coming back to that sphere there's like this like map in the middle of the ground or like this circular thing and Shin and Balon are walking right towards it and then in the middle you can't see it there's like a there's like a uh, wall almost it almost even looks like a uh, I don't know how to describe that but in the middle it looks like there could be somewhere to put like the circular thing and I think we see them later in the trailer with uh, Elsbeth they're activating activating it so um we'll get a better look Mm -hmm. and then yeah this is it here with elsbeth there's red in the background like red trees and i thought yeah i thought that was interesting jinx yeah see that thing in the middle i wish yeah okay the audience could see too So there's a pedestal in the middle of this um, ruin sort of uh, sort of hedge uh, with a bunch of like lines on the ground carved into it. And there's a pedestal in the middle, which is what we were talking about was that was kind of obscured by the wall. At least this is what we're assuming. Mm-hmm. And Elsbeth uh, has her hand over a like a star map and it is a ball. Yeah. Look at it. It's a ball like like how the character is holding that Ahsoka. Well, we don't know if Ahsoka was looking at it, but the, the motif on the wall, the character on the wall was holding one. And so Elsbeth's got her hand on one with like a star map coming out of it. But beneath it on the pedestal is a green flame. And then Elsbeth's got this really interesting ornate um like belt buckle. Yeah. And she's dressed in red robes that are very reminiscent. It's all super reminiscent of like a night sister. And um, I don't want to go off like I don't want to go off saying that these rumors are true, but they've been circulating for a long time that um, there's going to be a sect of Night Sisters that are not from the galaxy that we know, but are like in the um, the wilds of you know wild space that 
the characters in Ahsoka will come across and uh, Elsbeth might be from that sect of like Night Sisters. So um, that just keeping that in mind, like that's a that's a that's been thrown around out there that that might be true. And so seeing her with like this green flame and her uh, you know robes red like this, it seems like that could be a real possibility, which would be really cool to 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 like see more Night Sister stuff. Mm-hmm. If it's oh. true, it seems like it will be. I don't. I hope so. That'd be really cool. So obviously, uh, Shin is asking in the scene. You know what happens when we find Thrawn? Balon saying, you know, powers such as you've never dreamed. So obviously, it, it seems like, and you know, trailers can throw you off, but it seems like there's this apparently this map that can show you. I, I would assume it's going to be a map of wild space, and it's going to obviously potentially help them find Thrawn because there's long been the assumption that Thrawn and Ezra have ended up in wild space um, when the Purgles took them at the end of Rebels. So perhaps this is what they're using to locate him is is this star map of, I'm assuming, a planet or just wild space in general. Mm-hmm. It's very treasure planet coded. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, it, that'd be super sick if there was like some sort of reference. But I, I am while you were talking, I was going back to the beginning where we see Ahsoka looking, supposedly looking at that like mural of possibly mm-hmm. her, and the lines on the sphere. Maybe I'm looking too much into it. Oh most kind of match oh yeah i see yeah that. the star map and then i'll go back to her hand yes sh- can you see the mouse yes yeah i can see that there's lines there like the center of the the star map uh above the yeah. pedestal and looks then when like it- potentially yeah and then when it zooms out you can see that it's a full sphere oh i we speculated so much with Andor and we were wrong about so much. So I'm ex- this is fun to speculate, but I hope in this case we're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. me too. I think they're giving us just enough to kind of understand the gist of it. Mm-hmm. But I think there's going to be so much that we're totally in shock by, which obviously we want. We want that. Yeah. Um, so we go into this next clip, which I'm assuming is on a star destroyer some sort of ship uh and we have this gal who i think appears another time but i could be wrong she also looks really similar to a character in star wars outlaws because i was watching the gameplay well i'm probably it probably has no correlation but she just looks oddly familiar but shin looks like she's after her because at the beginning you see them like going through the entirety of the ship and then they get to the bridge yeah i know something yeah and in this case i mean if this is the if this is a a new republic ship that they're taking over which it it looks like Mm -hmm. um it cuts to them in a like a fleet scenario so i don't know if they're just trying to take over if they're like trying to take over the ship yeah, um, and it's not a star. And steal it. Yeah, I, it zoomed out. No, it looks like, like a monk. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a monk calamari. 
but I thought it was, uh, I thought she was an Imperial officer at first. I was like, no, she's not. This is not because she's got the gray. She had the gray suit. Yeah, that's exactly we're talking, why. We're talking, we're talking about the woman that uh, fires on Shin in the, um, in the trailer when Shin comes into the bridge area. At she kind of, because she, mark. but she does have a rebellion or style, uh, rank plate with mm -hmm. one dot on it which makes me i'm like what is that is that captain no is that, i don't it's uh, not captain but i'm like you know what position would that be wouldn't it be like sienna in lost stars wasn't she only lieutenant commander when she was uh, running the bridge yeah one is lieutenant rebel rank insignia yeah That's okay so maybe so she's lieutenant on the bridge. Okay, and then in the next clip we get Hera. Oh my gosh, I love. I just, I just love it. Yeah, I love her. I like how in this in the subtitles it says applause. <laughs> <laughs> like we have to applause during this part. <laughs> yeah, I think she looks great in motion. I mm -hmm. at the clip. Where it shows behind her, she has this patch on her jacket, and it looks like Leku coming out of a like a flight thing, like a flight cap. Oh, it does, it does. Right, it looks like it could be like the top of her head, and then the back. Yeah, whatever. But I think that it looks. This is the first look that we have on the inside of the ghost. Yeah, it, and in front of her, they're chasing. Oh, wait, was that the ghost or was that the the? Oh, the, um, uh, was it Phantom? It's been a while since I've yeah watched the second one. Yeah, the smaller one. This quote that she says here: "I've spent most of my life fighting a war. That's why I'm trying to convince you to help me prevent another one." And then it shows. I won't get too far into this because we do see a really great shot of Chopper and it's just really cool to see him in live action I think that he looks great like his yeah. like his animated hands I was wondering because Chopper is so for lack of a better description animated <laughs> uh, with his movements I feel like so I was wondering how they would do that because he's jerky and fast and we get him kind of like waving his arms here and it looks great yeah classic cho classic chopper <laughs> and part of me wonders if they use the same body as the one that they used in rogue one that we kind of get a little cameo of it'd be interesting to compare once we get like a better model mm -hmm. or better shot of chopper yeah um yeah i was gonna say like it's interesting that we get this like array of New Republic officials. It looks like New Republic officials in in hologram form that um, Hera is appealing to, and obviously we don't know the exact content of the meeting. But like you said, you know Hera. We have Hera say, you know, like I spent my whole life fighting a war. I want to prevent another one. And it cuts to Mon Mothma, which I feel is like so. They cut this trailer so well. Like yeah. it's very poignant that like we get to see that and then see Mon's like subtle reaction to that whether or not that that she says that line in that scene or not i know they cut these trailers very cleverly but in you know service to that they 
they did. I loved that. I loved that, that, ha that they showed that they had that line and then Mon's reaction because yeah, like she, Mon has been fighting or been in this fight. I mean, I don't want longer essentially than Hera or at least as long as Hera um, in some way. And so I just love that. And I am excited to see them actually like talking to each other in this show and like discussing the Republic, you know, policy and business and uh, using like force and uh, just what they're going to do with this threat and whether other officials even think it's a threat. And I just, I'm, I'm so excited to get into that. I was really happy that we got some of it in the Mandalorian. We got to see a little bit of like new Republic bureaucracy and how the, they're trying to run this new government. Um, and so I, I think we're going to get a lot more of that in Ahsoka and I'm really excited for it. Mm. Yeah. I, I love how you like analyze anything to do with Mon and the new Republic. <laughs> it's really fun to hear. Um, but this like specific part where I've paused it, it almost looks like Mon was speaking. And I, mm -hmm. I'm sure that they'll all have something to say, but it is really interesting to know, like you said, like this shot of her where it definitely looks like she's going through it, <laughs> to quote Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> it's, um, it is poignant. It's like this woman has been through a lot and, you know, we see her off in Andor and then we've jumped past Return of the Jedi and we see her still involved. So it is really interesting to see where they'll I, go with I, that. Yeah. And then also, I have a quote here. Uh, Genevieve O'Reilly plays Mon. She said, John Favreau and Dave Filoni are brilliant filmmakers. What they are doing over there with the volume, they film in a really different, very different way than how we filmed Andor. And I was grateful to be a part of it. So she's, she's, I think that's really cool how she gets to see both sides of it mm. and and be a part of both and appreciate both. And I hope that they, whatever they do with her in Ahsoka, and I'm, I'm sure that she's probably, you know, uh, given it her blessing in her way as as uh, per the performer of her Mon Mothma, or the actress for Mon Mothma. Um, but I just hope they do her justice because this is a part of Mon Mothma's life that I really have been curious to know about and i know that there are um like aftermath and bloodlines um and the other alphabet squadron i think to correct me anyone correct me if i'm wrong i might be wrong but those books are books that i've skimmed through but i haven't like fully read yet and i know that they have a lot to do or mon mothma is featured in them and those are uh post original trilogy books so um I'm going to do some re more research in that way myself, but I'm really excited to see this part of Mamapa's life in live action. So, yeah. So we see Ahsoka coming down this ship in a hangar, which is, I'm assuming, another ship. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. And we, we get like, we get a cute shot of her patch on Hera's back and i am wondering oh. if it's her like if it's a like a little like if hera has like a flight team or something like yes. that and that's like the patch for it 
every so ever since you said that i've been looking at it and i'm like yeah that really honestly looks like her head like from above more right? like like from above and it's like the the brown of her um headgear and then her leku coming down and then there's like a v shape below that and i'm trying to trying to figure out what that would represent but um yeah it does it does look like her own kind of personal insignia and i don't that seems new. I don't remember seeing that before. Mm-hmm. That whole jacket is new, and I really like it. It's super cute. Yeah. Somebody somebody was mentioning, I think Hera has it on her shoulder, and then also Sabine does as well. Uh, it looks like it's a patch, uh, an insignia that looks like the um, reddish, orange, and white uh, insignia that is on the side of Republic cruisers so mm-hmm. on so like looking from the top down at a republic like clone wars cruiser um on the both wings there is a, a symbol on both wings and it looks like that's what's on her shoulder and i don't know like it really looks one for one the same symbol and so i'm just like huh i wonder i wonder if that's like a new symbol that was or not new, but um, adopted from the Republic back into the New Republic and used with the New Republic now. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because it was a Republic symbol, and now it seems it's showing on up on New Republic people. So, And I think there's even some guys in the background in a couple of these shots that look like they might have it as well. Yeah. So I think that's that's pretty interesting. This guy to the left here with the medic yeah. is wearing it as well. Yeah. Um, we have Ahsoka, and I always forget his name. The droid. I didn't notice him until just now. Oh, Professor. Uh, who 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 ain't He's voiced by David Tennant, right? Yes. So he was a oh he's a he so he's a architect droid professor. And he was based on board the Jedi vessel Crucible for thousands of years. And he would uh, teach Jedi younglings how to construct their lightsabers following the gathering. So he survived and he's now with Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Like, where did she pick him up from? Like, did she, did the Crucible, I can't remember if the Crucible got, it did get destroyed, I think, in the Clone Wars. Or I think it did. Maybe it didn't. That was my boy Hondo's fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> but but maybe he's just been hanging on a Jedi ship, like, staying out of trouble, and Ahsoka found him. I don't know. <laughs> um, I love this specific shot of Hera because it looks, the makeup is so similar to what she looked like at the end of Rebels when we see her with Jason. Like, the dark mm-hmm. eyeshadow and the, the pink lipstick. And then you can see she's wearing the starbird on her Right. The, the phoenix Shoulder. the phoenix squadron patch i believe yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. i Her, also I, dig this, that she's wearing go ahead gloves. sorry no go ahead yes no <laughs> i do too and i was gonna comment on her costume as well i was gonna say her uh the the, the fur on her collar looks so comfy <laughs> yeah she looks i think that she looks pretty good i uh i have to get used to the eyes but i think mm-hmm. that that like this shot here, I think looks like a good, a good Hera. Yeah, I'm coming around her. I'm warming up to her. I mm-hmm. think we're we're gonna definitely get way more of her when we actually watch the show, and it'll just look 
she'll look even better, I think, as time yeah. goes on. She does really have like a similar um a similar voice range to Vanessa. They both have mm-hmm. a deeper tone. And then um she's talking to ah- Ahsoka here, which I'm assuming is about uh like getting Sabine to help with this to look for Ezra. And go ahead. And I have a I had a thought about this because I was really confused. I had to watch the trailer multiple times to kind of understand what exactly was going on there. But it seems like Ahsoka kind of um, she had a, had had conversations with Sabine in the past, and maybe maybe from what I'm inferring from the trailer, like trained her in some way. And then the scene at the end of Rebels. Where she, where, you know, Sabine's got shorter hair and they're at, you know, the wall of the mural and Ahsoka comes up to her. I think that scene is supposed to be a scene in this show. It's supposed to be Ahsoka going to get her. Like, actually, like, for this, for what's happening in this show. You know what I'm saying? So when Hera and Sabine are talking, or Sabine, Hera and Ahsoka are talking here, she's talking about how like you know things kind of you have to go further into the trailer for me to get to the line but um something went wrong or they separated or she failed her or something like that i can't remember what it says exactly at this very second but um yeah so i was blown away by that i was like wait a second so the scene at the end of rebels where they meet up or zoka and sabine meet up is actually going to be a scene that we see in this show like that manifests itself into the in this show and i think that's so cool how they are doing that because we see later in the trailer you know sabine is she cuts her hair and then we go from there and see more scenes with her and ahsoka together with her hair cut short so i i think that's so i'm excited i'm excited to see how all that melds together and plays out and ties into the end of the you know of rebels yeah okay so this next shot before we kind of lead into the part of the trailer where it talks about where like Sabine comes in, we kind of know a little bit more about where she's been and plot stuff. I I actually really like this shot of Ahsoka. I think her leggy look good and her eyes look good. And I don't know. I also think that Rosario, we can hear it more throughout the rest of the trailer, but she sounds almost like how Clone Wars Ahsoka used to talk like uh, I feel like because I remember she did that interview at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim where she had like a where she was doing a lot of research and like watched the Clone Wars so I almost feel like she went as far as voice to nail it mm-hmm. down and I'll press play and then the next shot is of Sabine on Lothal and it looks great. It looks really good. I, I, I think people were... Uh, I think we got... Did we get a shot of her on the tower in one of the other trailers? Because mm-hmm. I feel like I remember people making the comparison of that shot to the end of um, Rebels when we get a shot of her there as well. And yeah, she looks amazing. And I'm so... <laughs> I'm just constantly... I, I love that we got this longer trailer. Like I know we were I knew we were gonna get one, but I feel like it hits all the points that it needed to hit 
while still leaving, as I said earlier, like a mystery of exactly what the show is going to, where it's going to take us. Um, I think ultimately we all know that it's going to take us to Ezra. Like that's the point, I think. Uh, but yeah, I I just think that this trailer hit all of the points it needed to and gave us just enough to make us like really hyped for the show. Um, yeah. And, and I just love Sabine's like orange, yellow, and then like her the red on her hair like it just all looks so good the purple and like the flame i don't know i do really love that uh even though she's older and like her hair has is longer that she's still always stuck with with dyeing her hair i think that's a really important part of sabine's um personality and that that even like as years have gone by, she's still stuck with it. And then this next clip is her on a motorbike. And it's parallel to the scene of Kanan and Rebels. Mm-hmm. I think it was like mm-hmm. our first interaction with Kanan and he was chasing, was he chasing Ezra or was it later in the season or in the series? No, he was, he was chasing. Like that was the beginning where he, where they, have a they chase Ezra and her little loaf cat drawing is so cute because like same with her hair like it's nice to see that she's still drawing and uh her yeah and we we see that later too in the another shot with her in her um where was she staying if it's in the tower on Lothal perhaps um she's like you know drawn like a loth wolf on the wall and I think another loth cat it's yeah, I, I love that she's still expressing herself artistically. Yeah, and I'm her, her the Arabish on her helmet is really interesting because it's B and then that E is supposedly A E and then it's B again, so it's babe. Really? Yeah. The that like backwards letter that that almost looks like an e supposedly stands for a e it's nth uh so it's okay a e b babe <laughs> oh my gosh yeah uh, i love that it's cute <laughs> babe um and there and also there you you get a much clearer shot of the patch um that looks like a uh the patch that was on the republic cruisers it's the it's red with the a, a a white or yellow um, arcs on either side with a break through it. Mm-hmm. And then she's also chasing an X-Wing. I just noticed that behind her or an A-E, an E-Wing. Someone, someone said it was an E-Wing and I'm mm-hmm. not super familiar with them, but yeah, it seems like they've brought in some older concepts or some, some uh, ships that we aren't, most people aren't very familiar with and then we got a uh, we got an Anakin mention from Hera she says I bet your master found you difficult at times and then Ahsoka references the Clone Wars when she leaves the Jedi Order after uh, the bombing and how she was accused of it 
And then she said, Anakin never got to finish my training. I walked away from him just like she walked away from Sabine. So I suppose, and then later we'll play it, but Sabine calls Ahsoka master. So I feel like a lot of, there's now theories that Sabine is force sensitive, but I feel like she's not. And I don't know. And I feel like that Ahsoka was just probably training her finishing where Kanan left off. What do you think? Yeah, I think that they definitely had a master uh, apprentice, or maybe not apprentice, but definitely I do believe that Ahsoka had some dealings with Sabine uh, in probably in terms of training, but also maybe in terms of trying to find Ezra. And then Ahsoka said that she admits out loud that she's walked away from Sabine. And then it leaves us to wonder why did she do that? And then why is Sabine, you know, sitting in her, wherever she's living and just sitting there and, you know, watching the recording of Ezra, like what has, what, what has she been doing all this time? Um, You know, there's so many questions and I'm really excited to see the answers because I think it's very intriguing that Ahsoka walked away from Sabine. Like, why would she do that? You know, is it because she saw something in Sabine that she didn't, you know, maybe Sabine wasn't ready for something or maybe Ahsoka didn't, wasn't ready herself. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. But, you know, Ahsoka seems to think it's pretty important that they find Thrawn because she's saying that she's heard whisperings of Thrawn at the beginning of the trailer. So I'm... I keep saying this, but I'm so excited to see how that all those these these questions and these threads that we're seeing tied together into a cohesive plot um, because you know, all the pieces are there. We just don't know for sure what that's going to look like. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. the The next shot is of Iman as Ezra. This is kind of like a first look, really. Uh, we don't know what he looks like, obviously, outside of this little hologram. And he might look completely different because this looks like he has the shaved head. So it looks like where we last saw Ezra in Rebels, like the message that mm, he. Yeah. And it's different from the message that he gave that Sabine played for her and Hera. So I'm wondering if he if this is like a continuation or a different version or one that he gave Sabine yeah, separately. Also, yeah, it seems like it could be like a longer message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it does he is speaking to her in it, I believe. Yeah. It does seem like he's addressing her or someone in specifically. So um yeah. I, I'm I hope that we we see or hear more of it in the show like yeah. you get to hear more of that yeah. message and then if this is the top of the tower it's been a while since i've seen rebels uh so we're due for a wee rot i think <laughs> um isn't this where ezra was staying and isn't this also where that scene with callus and thrawn happened where thrawn kind of okay so that's cool yeah. that sabine is now kind of living there or like bunking there or because um, 
because I do, I do think that Lothal uh, became sort of a, a hub for the New Republic, or at least, um, you know, more established and probably made sense as a base for Sabine, um, and also sent, you know, the sentiment or the sentimentality of it too, for her probably mm-hmm. was why she chose it. And then, speaking of sentiment, we get that scene of. Sabine cutting her hair like almost exactly like how Kanan did. Yeah, yeah, and and the uh, and the and the uh, scout trooper helmet in the background that that Ezra wore. Yeah, in one of the seasons. Yeah, I really love the. This trailer just seems like it's filled with parallels, and it's really interesting how this story is almost like bringing us directly back to the two rebels like it, it is after but like we have Sabine in front of the mural again we have kind of a hooded Ahsoka which is interesting because mm-hmm. she was wearing white and now she's wearing gray yeah it, it is it does make me wonder like is this going to be is this is that scene supposed to take the place of the live action or sorry the the animated version that we see at the end of rebels is this supposed to be that scene because it's it obviously looks like it is like you mean the same scene the exact same scene or this is that's what i'm saying that's what i was saying earlier I, I, it made me wonder if, because we get Sabine in front of the mural with her hair like that and Ahsoka coming to see her, it, it, it's the same as the end of Rebels. Like, that's the same scene. It seems like it. Only, like you said, we're not seeing Ahsoka in white with her staff. But I'm wondering if that's supposed to be the same scene. Because like it's so... It. it is. Exactly. I'm wondering if that scene, because just imagine the implication that if that's the scene, it's supposed to be the same scene, the one at the end of Rebels with the two of them, and that scene that we see in the trailer with Ahsoka saying nice haircut to her in front of the mural. If that's then she does do the that's like, just so the poke cheek thing, the poking Ezra's cheek. I don't know. I think that it could go either way. I could I think it could be a com- a remake of the exact same scene. But then I also think it could be like a callback because I think that it's implied that the scene with uh, Ahsoka in the white robe and the staff is kind of Ahsoka coming to like, you know, gather Sabine and like teach her, like become but, her master. But, but at the end of of rebels in that scene did sabine have the same haircut or a new haircut because she looked older like she looked i don't know it's hard to it's hard to remember if i just was thinking it would be so interesting because if that is supposed to be the same scene we'll later on get to look back and be like oh my gosh the scene ever is actually in the timeline of this show yeah like as part of the plot of this show well after the, which i think would be really interesting yeah after the like where we see like you know where we see rebel the rebels at the end is after the war so it would be really interesting yeah. if they kind of layered over that scene but i would be sad because i do love that white robe 
I think it's so good. I know. I would have loved to see like the staff and the white robe and like everything. That would have been so cool. This could also be a completely different scene with Ahsoka. It could be. Yeah. It could be like, like smushed together, like we said, yeah. like trailer do... magic. Mm-hmm. Because the lighting is completely different. Almost. Yeah. Almost. No, I'm I'm trying to gaslight myself. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way we'll, they changed the white robe. We'll just have to see. Well, because I think that the the the, uh, the ship that Sabine is watching fly away from Lothal in that shot earlier, where she's on the tower and she's watching, and there's a ship flying away. That's Ahsoka's ship. Mm-hmm. So that maybe is when Ahsoka leaves her. Yeah, because because sorry, we're 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 watching farther in and like we let's skip the part with the inquisitor we'll come back to that but this is a room with a mural yeah and now she's in a room with the mural but, so but with ahsoka she's in front of a ship so i feel like it might not be the same scene i don't know it's so hard to tell because it's hard to tell it would if be interesting like completely... to see if there if there was like a ship inside of a room but you see what I mean? Like, see behind Ahsoka, yeah. she has ships, and then we look at Ahsoka, I mean, Sabine here, and she's she's in a room. I think those two, yeah, those two shots go together. Yeah. Or or, or the shots with the Sabine, and yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Rewinding a little, we get Inquisitors. Um, and this droid thing, the left of Ahsoka. Yes. So, I I'm still on the fence about like who this Inquisitor could be because this I don't think this is Balon or Shin. I think this might be someone completely different. Um, a lot of people, if this was going to be any Inquisitor that we know of or that we've seen before, it would probably be Eighth Brother because we don't we see him take a tumble. And rebels, but we don't know if he like died. It's implied that he did. So if this is an inquisitor that we know, that would probably be the eighth brother. But it could be someone completely different, which would be interesting because why the heck is there an inquisitor? Like, it's not just somebody with an inquisitor blade. Like they have the whole outfit, they have the whole thing going on. So like, what is that about? You know? Yeah. So this next quote. Where it says sometimes we have to do what's right regardless of our personal feelings is really heavy. <laughs> and it reminds me again, I'm gonna reference Canaan and Ezra because Canaan, you know, sacrificing himself at the uh the gasoline the uh fuel factory. Fuel depot? Yeah, fuel yeah. depot. And then um, you know, Ezra going into hyperspace with the Purgles and Thrawn. You know, Sabine is kind of having her moment with that. So, I mean, I, we don't know exactly, like, how that's going to come to play. We have an idea. But it is really interesting to see what she'll go through. And I'll keep playing. Mm. But we get, like, a cute little Han Solo or, yeah, Han Solo moment with her. And we get a Purgle or Purgle. We get a space whale. <laughs> I 
I this was probably my favorite part of the whole trailer because I totally like we got a like a far away view of the Purgle in um the Mandalorian, the recent trailer or recent season. And you know, we all of us are freaking out about that, but to see it up close, it just it reminds me it's Lovecraftian. Like mm-hmm. it is huge and it's like imposing and it's it's got this gravitas to it that it didn't we didn't really fully i don't think it's fully captured in rebels i think it's you know animation lends to that feeling because they are just the style of animation and the color of them just they don't seem um as imposing as we see them here in the trailer but if you really think about the concept of like these giant space whales you know and what they can do and what they would obviously look like in live action like i think that's a i think that they they transfer over to look like that um i think that makes sense is what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. and but i didn't it, i just didn't envision it until i saw it in the trailer i was like yes this is it and then of course like right after we see the front of the purgle with the you can see like the lines like they have in the animated version like you can see those markings and then the the big like tentacles in the back and it's just like oh i'm so excited so excited to see more of them and what they're like what part they're playing in this show like why are they there you know what why are they confronted with them well this that those same shots we kind of have like flight suit ahsoka and then um you can see here that they're kind of like shooting at yeah you can see like tentacles i actually okay yes i think so there's the shot you were just going by where uh a ship is shooting at another ship. I think the ship in front is Ahsoka's ship. And I think the ship behind is somebody else because mm. the ship in front of him looks like Ahsoka's ship. So I think they're flying away from somebody. Yeah. Okay. Also, what's interesting is that it feels like like to find Ezra, the, the way to find Ezra is to literally follow in his footsteps yeah okay yeah it's like it's like if you find a a purgle or a purgle however you pronounce it it's like why not do the same thing that he did or something i don't know it'll be really interesting like maybe they find i'm gonna say space whale because i don't want to butcher butcher the name multiple (laughs) times but um it would just be really interesting to see if that's how they did it and then the next shot we have thrawn (laughs) um I think that personally, I need a little bit more movement with Thrawn. Like, I need to see him in action before I can judge his appearance fully. Um, I'm so excited that Lars is playing him. I think I just need more shots of him. <laughs> because pe- the more people said that he looks like Elon Musk, the, the more I can see it. <laughs> yeah, no, I-, I see it too. And I... I- I don't want it to ruin my perception of him. Um, but yeah, no, I'm really excited too that that Lars got to come back as Thrawn. And I feel like he's going to do a good job. And I- I'm excited to see him speak mm-hmm. or hear him speak. Because we're really well acquainted. The audience who have watched Rebels are really well acquainted with his voice. And I think that once he starts speaking in the show and we hear him, it's going to all come together. Yeah. 
also this just hit me but we have so we have a two episode premiere and you know a lot of times in trailers with star wars we get the first two episodes that didn't happen with andor so it's difficult to say that that could be like what actually what like all of the content we see here will just be the first two but i feel like most of it but this is what throws me off is that this shot right here that we're looking at with Sabine kind of holding out her hand, which also kind of implies that she could be force sensitive, but she's fighting Shin on the planet that Shin, Balon, and Elsbeth are on with the map. It does seem like that's the case. The, you see the red in the background? I just rewind okay. it back. Yeah. Okay, and here and here's more and here's more credence to that thought. Um Ahsoka in, uh at the end of this trailer or the back end of this trailer confronts Balon at the spot where the map is. Yeah. So if Ahsoka and Sabine travel there together and they confront Shin and Balon and Elsbeth if Elsbeth's still there, uh like that's all one ep- in one episode. It appears yeah. to be. And it seems like they're looking for the map to find Thrawn, which Thrawn leads to Ezra. So the debunking yeah. of it all. <laughs> <laughs> so we, she's finding, yeah, right here. Ahsoka is uh, confronting Balon on the the place where they were, you know, holding the map and Elspeth was showing them. And then there's mm-hmm. this planet, this kind of like, like, I don't even know, barren ruins. I think we got a shot in that. I'll have to look back to the other trailer, but I think that we got another shot of her in a place like that before, or if it was mm. like a set photo or something, but I do believe we've had other content of her in that place. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it does seem familiar. Part of me And thinks- also- Oh, go ahead. Oh, part of me thinks it could be the same planet as the one. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about, where she's doing the like Ahsoka move where she's spinning and then she goes down. And then it's making me think of it's if it's this scene where she's looking at the yes. mural, the, the um, the, the sunlight is coming down on her. Yes. And then it, it could be mid- second 20 into the trailer where it's the statue holding yeah oh my god what if she just went there to get the spear and then it kind of like there's like booby traps and oh wow we're geeking out really hard (laughs) we are this is but like it's cool to kind of get all these puzzle pieces or these little hints and try to like figure it out i mean we're not doing this because we want to like figure it out before it comes out but it's just interesting to try to make sense of what we've been given Balon says something here where he says Anakin spoke highly of you, and I do know that it has been confirmed that he was a Jedi at the time of the Republic with like Ahsoka at the temple. So it is implied that he knows or that he knew Anakin. So I am really interested to see if like we'll see flashbacks of that. Yeah, with the fact that they've mentioned Anakin twice, and also with uh hewing being in this series because he is directly tied back to 
Clone Wars episodes. And oh, there's just so much here at the end. Yeah, there's a lot. I I have goosebumps at that one scene where Ahsoka is like literally running towards gunfire and like using the smoke of it to mm-hmm. mask herself. I'm like, oh, oh dear. We're in for a treat. Once a rebel. Once always a, rebel, a rebel, always a rebel. Uh. And the way Sabine looks at Ahsoka is such a sweet, lighthearted expression. And the and the shot right before that with Hera. Yeah. Just like uh, and the shot of Ahsoka in the map in in the map ruins mm-hmm. where she's just looking very like serene and calm and also the same same sort sort of uh face when she's going to or she's confronting the uh the inquisitor. inquisitor oh my gosh also uh you can and see then- sorry you can see while she's running how like flowy her leku are it lo- it looks really good because <laughs> the last few seconds are literally just like clip upon clip upon clip and we kind of just get like a lot of action so it's difficult to like analyze something as like in depth as we could when they're speaking lines, but it it is really really cool seeing like a bunch yeah, of action it, here, and we get our spinny lightsabers from the Inquisitors. I know I was so thrilled about that. I a lot of people are joking um, on Twitter like that we need to see them flying with it because that would be that would just like bring the rebels flare to the whole thing and i do think it's interesting here because we keep rewatching the the end of the trailer here it's interesting because it seems that i keep saying it's interesting but this is all really interesting it is that ahsoka seems to be fighting the inquisitor and his droid companion on this industrial planet and then later both of them again in this forest situation Mm. They're both in the forest, I believe. Yeah. And it's, I don't think it's the same forest as the one where we see like Shin and Sabine fight. Yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it is either. But, oh, but you know what's so crazy? It feels like, and this is how we just keep watching this over and over again. And that's Mm -hmm. why I'm like starting to get this weird feeling that, that you know we've got the new republic we've got ahsoka and sabine who i guess in a sense represent the new republic faction but honestly we don't really know if if they're operating separate from them at this point Mm. but so we've got them we've got Hera, sabine ahsoka we've got balon and shin elsbeth and then we've got this inquisitor and this droid it almost feels like there's three factions at play yeah and i'm i'm just wondering how that all what that what that could mean (laughs) because obviously like an inquisitor represents not only the empire but also the dark side in a sense that i feel is different than balon and shin like i i i'm not i'm not very quick to say that balon and shin are connected to the inquisitor i'm probably going to be totally wrong in the end but it just doesn't seem like i think there's more forces at play here than just yeah what we've what you could pick up on the surface also uh shin and balon and bode have very similar colored lightsabers yes it's like an orange yeah an orange red yeah and and i and 
Dave Filoni addressed that and like he did that on purpose like they're not supposed to be red and just like you know they're supposed to be orange they're not supposed to be pure like a Sith color or like what we see with Inquisitors using um, and I was going to make a quick point about Shin and Balon I was looking into it and this has been mentioned other people have talked about this but um, in North Norse mythology Haiti and I'm not going to and I'm going to be just totally butchered at this but uh, Horvinson Haiti Horvinson is the name of the wolf that chases the moon while the wolf Skull chases the sun. In Ahsoka, Balan and Balan Skull is the name of Hades' master. So Shin Haiti is like the wolf that chases the moon. And the wolf Skull chases the sun. And so they're like sep they're like they go together. And they obviously they did that purposely. Like I know Filoni probably did that on purpose. But I'm interested. To, I'm keep saying I'm interested, but I am really excited to see what Balon and Shin, what their dynamic is together, and where they end up, and what roles they play uh, together, and and maybe apart. And if they're at the end of this series, if we can look back and be like. Oh, and like make a connection to the mythology that this was sourced from and see if it has any sort of correlation beyond just names, you know? Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Uh, and also like the wolf aspect and how big lo- loath wolves are in uh, Rebels. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I keep saying this. I'm intrigued. I'm interested. I'm excited. But I am. This is going to be so cool. I I am so... How how many weeks is it? Seven, six weeks? We're so close. I think we're it's seven gonna go, weeks. It's going to go by so quickly. All right. You've broken down the entire trailer. Do you have any final thoughts on it? What you're excited, uh, interested, intrigued for? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think just the whole journey of it. I know it's kind of a cop out, but I can't wait to see how all the characters working together and all the elements of the show, like all the plot elements will lead to Ezra. And I'm so excited to see Ezra. Like I'm excited for all of this, all these elements, but I, I've missed him so much. And I know a lot of people will agree and you'll agree. Like he was just really coming into his prime at the end of rebels, like really becoming the Jedi. I think truly at the end of rebels, Ezra had become a true Jedi. Like he had become his, I don't want to say final form, but he had really come into his own and, and proven himself to be a true Jedi. And so seeing him beyond that, seeing more of him, I, I just, it's going to be so wonderful. And I am thrilled about the actor who's playing him. I think he's really doing his research and leaning into his character. And I feel like he probably already has that sort of personality anyway. Mm-hmm. So I, so I'm really excited to see Ezra. What about you? What are you excited for? Uh, the same. And also just, it's so fascinating because a lot of us grew up with Ahsoka like we're maybe Ahsoka's age or younger and like kind of saw you know throughout the years her 
like the hiatus that Clone Wars took and then her come coming back and then now like her really coming back in a different form but also like a continuation of a story we I I think is one of the most emotional parts of Star Wars like Rebel is about a family both found and you know blood and you know chosen and uh I don't know it's just really interesting to see you know Sabine's growth and Hera's and how much she's done for the New Republic now that the war is over because you know we know she fought in Scarif and things like that so I think that just like the continuation of it because I, I guess Rosario said that Dave said it's a it's a rebel season five so it is a different form it's not animated but it is a continuation of the story with the same you know writer with these characters so I don't feel like it's a a disservice to them so I suppose I am just excited to see the continuation of it like where like the where are they now explanation so yeah I'm excited to see Mon also I love Jen and I know you love Jen too and it'll probably only be for like a few minutes but <laughs> she's really cool and also uh Inquisitors live action Inquisitors yes. That'll be More so of them. fun. Yeah. It'll be really yeah. cool. Yeah. I I'm really interested because I keep saying that word. But <laughs> uh uh one of the oh my gosh, one of the Star Wars like senior editors, like book senior editors, uh was talking recently about the Rise of the Red Blade book and saying that they had to do some sort of last minute edit editing to the book to to go through and add something into like the layers of what of the book and i'm assuming it's something that they learned after they obviously they after they started the book so maybe some new content after the book was starting to be written and obviously because it's an inquisitor book it had me wondering like what new inquisitor content have we gotten between the time they started to write the book mm. and now or potentially that's hinted at in Ahsoka. Like, did they learn something from Ahsoka that they needed to add into Rise of the Red Blade? Or is it something that we learned in Survivor that they mm. decided to add into Rise of the Red Blade? There's something that they added in that they said that like came from somewhere else that they put into this new book. And so I'm wondering like, what could it be? And does it have to do with Ahsoka? Or is it a Survivor or what, you know? Yeah, I don't know. That's really interesting to think about. It'll be so good. <laughs> oh, we forgot to mention, uh, there is a, uh, sorry, back up here. The Ghost has been released uh, or is going to be released as a new Lego set. And uh, it has a lot of people buzzing because there's a character in it that we kind of haven't really heard anything about since we saw this character at the very end of Rebels. Um, Jason Sindula Hera and Kanan's son is a little figure in the mm -hmm. Lego set and he looks a little different than how we've seen him or how we saw him at the end of Rebels. He doesn't seem to have like the green hair or like green ears Tipped or whatever. Ears. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. So I, I, we'll just have to see how that goes in live action. Because obviously, if he's in the Lego set, he's going to be in the show. And uh, we get to see little Jason Sindula. Yeah. So that's kind of like a, a, a confirmation that he is in it. We got this sweet Mon Calamari in a little, in a blue flight suit. And <laughs> yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I want the set just for that. <laughs> I, I feel like Jason will be like 10 years old at this point because he was what, like five for Endor? Mm-hmm. And then this is five yeah. years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, he's going to be a little man. He's going to have gonna, like gonna thoughts have a, and everything and like probably He's going to speak lines. and it's going to make sense. <laughs> I know. I want to see his relationship with Chopper. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> yes. those those are Hera's yes. kids. Like Chopper was probably yes. her first child. So we'll see. Oh, that's gonna be so <laughs> I I hope so. I would assume so. It'll it'll be so fun. I am like totally okay with the change in his character design only because we literally only got him for like seconds. So they got to have like a little bit more creative freedom with him maybe he grew out of it maybe that was him younger and then he like when he grew up and matured a little bit more his hair turned brown and like sort of we don't know yeah yeah we We don't don't know know. (laughs) (laughs) so when ahsoka releases in seven weeks we'll do what we did for andor essentially which was the you know weekly episode review so you can we're getting back into the groove of things we're really excited for this upcoming season of star wars but for now uh you can find us at stardust records on twitter and instagram now uh that's stardust records without the o and records and then you can find lynn's at a cosmic love on twitter and at rebel risen on instagram and where can you find me yeah i can find you at andorisms on twitter and also instagram and that's all for this week we'll see you next week for another episode with a special guest bye